Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everybody, to the Pure Hope Show. Florence, Ruth, Irma, Joyce, Mavis. These were the names of the women who knew my mother. And these were the names of the women that, after my mother gave birth to me, picked me up and held me in my first week of life. And these are the women that perhaps I cannot remember the event of being birthed and held by these women that I know from that moment on that women have always been an important part of my life right from the very beginning. So I grew up with so many extraordinary and ordinary mothers, women from my mom's church. And that's probably why I value women so much in my life, especially my women friends, my women teachers that I've had in my life all of my life. And so tonight on the air live, and we are on the air live with a female mentor of mine, a spiritual teacher. And also I am lucky enough and honored enough to call her my friend. She has been doing her work for many moons and I currently have uh, going on right now with her uh, a mentorship program that I am involved with. And she is helping me make some major decisions about my life. The title of our program tonight is called How Numerology Mentorship Works. We're also going to get into uh, natal charts and have an opportunity to ask any questions that you might have. I'm going to give you the number. Hopefully, I can give you this twice. But the number that you can call to call in is 213-559-2960. Seven four, press the number one, and our program director, which will be Jody tonight, she'll put you on the air with us if you have any type of questions that you have. Uh, this is going to be an outstanding moment for me as well because uh, the work that um, I am doing with her has been uh, wonderful to, for me to make some current important decisions in my life. Um, um, so right now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Miss Deb Schubert, who is calling in from Colorado, the beautiful state of Colorado. Um, she will be also helping us understand what the numbers say about the rest of this year. Uh, this has been an interesting year so far. She will also talk about how getting your natal chart done can help you make some major decisions about your life, especially during this time of great change. I believe it's a pivotal moment upon the planet. She offers great information and wisdom in many areas of life, which she gives much credit to her spiritual mentor and master, who is Sun Lu Chao. And um, he is a uh, spirit and spirit guide of hers that has lived in ancient China. Deb Schubert is a Reiki master as well as a wonderful author. She is a world traveler, spiritual teacher, profoundly dedicated, and I would even say well-studied numerologist. 
with all of this of who she is, once again, I just would like to say she helps people make uh, big transitions and little transitions through the numbers. Uh, so please help me welcome Deb Schubert to the program tonight. Hello, Miss Deb. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Thank you. I hope I got all the information right. I was kind of going all over the place. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on the program tonight. Good enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm excited. So good. Very, good, very good. grateful that you asked me. Yes. Yes. Well, I even right before the program, when we were talking a little bit, Deb, we were talking about numerology, and and many people do not understand what numerology. What numerology? <laughs> spirit must be coming in. Numerology is, and how old does it date? Oh, well, it goes back thousands of of years, Um, even before it was recorded. I guess the earliest records uh, were from Egypt and Babylon and uh, China, Rome, Japan. Um, All those areas were using numerology in some form. Um, Pythagoras, of course, has been known as the father of, of numerology. But the the term numerology was not um, did not come into being until uh, a woman named Julia Stenton um, used that term to describe the use of uh, of science and numbers through through names, you know, using personal information. Uh, so I think numbers have been used in sacred ways for long, long before anything was ever even recorded. Um, just as today we have our, <clears throat> what I call our special numbers, or those numbers that, that seem to resonate with us or come into our lives quite often that we start to pay attention to. I hear that all the time. People say, well, Hope, I see one, 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 one all the time. What does that mean? Or they'll say, <laughs> I see two, 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 two. And I'll just have to say, well, you call Deb Schubert. She'll tell you. She'll tell you what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so before uh, I got into your program, Deb, you did tell me a little bit about what the numbers were saying for this particular year of 2019, and we have certainly seen many things happening and tumultuous times mm-hmm. and weather and fire and all of that. So what right, for our listeners right, right now? What does the numbers mean or say for the rest of 2019? Well, I always talk about the what the numbers say to me, and I, I think that's important. It's it's how we all interpret certain things, and if we have a feel like we have a strong relationship, um, it it kind of speaks to me uh, through what I know of each number. Um, so I kind of listen and intuit and pull it all together. But this particular year on the planet, there's some. Uh, there's a very strong number. Of course, it's 2019, and 19 is a extremely um, strong karmic number, which and basically asks us to step up to the plate. <laughs> that we may be called in certain ways to uh, to look at how we can move forward or complete, take some some action. Uh, that's very deeply personal for us. Another number that's working in relationship to the 19 is the 12. 
And that the 12 is a, ends up to be a 3 as you add up the 1 and the 2. And the 3 energy is an emotional number, um, whereas the 19 is a mental number and uh, or a warrior number. And I'll explain more as we go along about that. But the, the 12 is a spotlight number as I see it. It asks us to um, really uh, shine a light on what we do in terms of how that lights us up. Um, so anything that we do that's taking uh, that, that element of courage or strength that the 19 brings, um, it will be very helpful to keep coming into the, the level of the heart energy to see how that resonates for us. Hmm. Um, so, yes, I think a lot of people have been experiencing let's say tests, <laughs> if, if you want yeah. to call it that way, or just the, maybe the pressure, pressures, um, things that take them out of their comfort zone. Uh, again, moving out of the box a little bit, but again, following our heart, seeing if this is a, a yes for us, if it's truly within, um, maybe we're being asked to really look to see if life could be better, we could be happier. Um, and maybe un- unsticking us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I know, like I said, you really have helped me through this year, and I'm in big transition. I think we're all in really a big transition, since so the world is in transition. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the things that we talked about, Deb, is that uh, in our last session, you talked to me about this is not a time to ride out the waves, but it would be, and that would be kind of like a survival mechanism or a survivor coming out. And you talked Mm -hmm. a little bit about creating new waves um, where we could be a creator. What do you want to talk a little bit about that to the people who are tend to just simply ride the waves? Well, there's certainly times for patience and unfolding and there are our numbers (laughs) that, will point towards that element. Um, And I think this is all of our our own personal journey is when uh, maybe we've become too passive in terms of of accepting something that is not working for us and um, and using that 12 energy to recreate ourselves Hmm. through, again, um, exploring, maybe looking at, at in terms of the survivor element, um, even viewing ourselves as that. Do we just survive or do we really want to feel excited about our life? Um, and that goes into a really deep intention, I believe, to, yeah. for change and knowing that we have that power, that um, we don't have to be labeled mm-hmm. by our Again, how how we see ourselves or believe we are. So it's going in and really questioning uh, a lot mm-hmm. of things that maybe um, have held us back, and that that does mm-hmm. take courage. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people go for it and people don't? We talk a lot about that too. Like I loved it <laughs> that one time you told me that I'm one of the better poster children for learning, but. <laughs> poster child for learning because everything you tell me to do I do and you write down notes and 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 I feel this intensity right now and I imagine a lot of people Mm -hmm. feel this intensity but I still see even in my practice a lot of people don't having the um, 
gusto and go for it. And you said, well, sometimes the numbers will show that. They do. You know, there are times when our numbers are going to support us a little bit more to take some risks. And and again, it doesn't have to be, be a hazardous risk. It's just, like I said, stepping out of the comfort zone um, where we become more conscious when we feel that we have the power, you know, to choose now rather than just live according to what somebody taught us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a whole self-teaching element. And the numbers mm-hmm. um, in someone's chart really do point out those waves, you know, how, how numbers will come in stronger with maybe more, um, again, either healer or warrior energy to help us to balance or move forward if we're, if we're not quite as dominant. With our mm-hmm. healer energy, then it might add, that might push us a little bit to um, to really look at our feelings and mm-hmm. how we use those feelings, and then it also might help us to look how how much um, we we either are or aren't participating. Are we mm-hmm. procrastinating? Um, and uh, again, we we have all of that wisdom. We we actually know when I do someone's chart, I never tell them anything that they don't know. <laughs> I just right. validate, and that's mm-hmm. the whole key is is validation um, mm-hmm. with those things. So again, it's um, uh, I think when somebody says I'm really ready, they are ready, and then mm-hmm. of course maybe some of the self doubt might kick in, but that could be you know your role or my role is just to say no, you showed up here for a reason. You're talking to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and to you know do that little bit of a reality check that uh, mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. keep su- supporting or validating the, that that strength is there. So I, I don't know if that's a, a long roundabout answer or not. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a good answer because my next question is going to be because I think by calling you up or calling me up or calling anybody up to get started on a program or a mentorship program. It is about, you know, like creating new and a new story as they move mm-hmm. forward. So I tell a lot of people about the program I'm in with you, Deb. And, um, but I tell them, you know, the first thing you have to do is call her up and get a birth chart or a natal chart uh, done and so with our um, listeners today, could you tell them a little bit like what does that entail and um, mm-hmm. just having that alone? How can that help someone make decisions about their life right now? Well, it's, it's as if uh, the way that I view a chart is that uh, it's like a script that's handed to me that this is my life script. <laughs> this is what I'm working with. And often we don't really know what we're working with, the emotional, intuitive, physical, and mental levels, um, until a chart is explained that way and how these numbers are impacting, how they help, and then maybe um, also how the chart might be a little uh, unbalanced with more numbers that are warrior, say mental and physical numbers, which are warrior, versus healer energy which is emotional and intuitive and we all have in our charts we all we have all the numbers but often we're going to be more dominant in one energy than the other and that just means that we tend to 
when push comes to shove, that we will use either our healer or warrior energy and overuse that sometimes. And that means both energies aren't working in a balanced, healthy way when one dominates. So my purpose for doing charts is not as um, to tell the future, <laughs> to not really as, as basic information, although there is quite a bit of information in a chart. My end goal when I work with somebody is to have them understand how they're working with their healer and warrior and what that balance is like. So I can encourage them to use their less dominant energy more to find greater balance. Hmm. Um, so the, the chart to me is uh, the beginning tool to understanding energy rather than, um, oh, you know, sometimes somebody will say, well, I need to lose weight. Well, I don't even go in that direction. I just look at the warrior energy and explain to them through warrior energy that warrior is physical. Um, so I use a different tact, always moving towards the energies that we all have to work with. And we all have the same energy. It's just the amount that we turn the warrior tap on or the healer tap <laughs> Mm-hmm. in our lives. And then eventually when we use both of them with, again, the healer always guiding the warrior, um, there's amazing things that can happen from that point. And often maybe someone needs to start by just finding that balance first before mm-hmm. we go to the next step, which the mentoring program is really based on. And that is starting to feel as if the consciousness is strong enough to go into these stories that aren't working for us any longer. I and love so that. It's, it's, it's a progression. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, I'm speaking totally for myself that there is no peace and, and there's no end of suffering um, if I don't look at stories that hurt me. Hmm. So I've, I have built the strength through my warrior being a very dominating healer for most of my life. Um, as I've raised my warrior to match my healer, I now have the backup of my warrior to fully participate in my mm-hmm. life and set intention that I will not be hurt by stories any longer. That, again, my mind uh, can hurt me pretty bad. It has. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm alone in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's well, where I'm I'm coming from from my own journey. You want to tell everybody a little bit about your background and how you studied numerology, because I want everyone to know, and everyone who knows me who's listening to this, is that I don't uh, put a plug in, or uh, I want to direct people in the right direction. So when I tell them that you are kind of a well-accomplished numerologist uh, and well-studied mm-hmm. numerologist that's dedicated to that. How, how, and sometimes I think it's helpful for people to know how long mm-hmm. we have been doing our kind of work here <laughs> on the planet. Um, you don't uh-huh. have to reveal your age, but, <laughs> but I was just wondering if you wanted to talk about um, how long you've been doing this work and dedicated to this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I found numerology probably, I would say, 
around 97, 98, after I'd moved to Colorado Springs. Um, and, and I've been doing healing work, uh, channeling and so forth before that. But um, I met a, a numerologist that lived here in the Springs, and we did a trade. I did a reading for her with my spirit mentor, Sunlight Challenge. She did my chart. And I had been asking up until that point, what could I use as a good baseline <laughs> to understand someone other than working completely on the intuitive levels? Hmm. Um, not that that isn't beautiful information, but right. where, what is something that I can help to really um, have them understand what they are working with? Because I started to see how powerful knowing my own numerology chart was. So after I had that done, I, I went ahead and studied with this person for a while until she moved away. And I, I just felt like I had come home um, <laughs> to this place that just put all the pieces together for me in terms of seeing the, how the numbers had affected me um, and that we follow our charts, numbers are vibrations. So um, I have followed my chart perfectly <laughs> through, through all the mm -hmm. ups and downs and everything. And I think the thing that kept resonating with me is that I, I didn't screw up. <laughs> I did exactly what my chart <laughs> Was saying I didn't have massive <laughs> mistakes. I mean, they, that's the way they looked, of course. But um, I was meant to have all these wake-up calls and um, things where I felt like my world is crumbling. Hmm. And, and so um, there is a plan. I said I could see there's a plan for me. And then as I started to see how many emotional and intuitive numbers are in my chart, I realized that that was the cause of my depression, um, that my warrior energy was just hovering sometimes. Uh, and I, I needed to get, I needed to really uh, praise my warrior and, and every day just look at building my warrior energy because my healer was taking me down. Um, mm -hmm. And I wasn't healthy with it. I was emotionally invested in helping people and then, you know, it, it just spiraled <laughs> because, of course, we can't go around thinking that our life is totally about helping other people. It just doesn't work. I became mm -hmm. a martyr. I, um, I lost a concept of what my life was about. And um, so the warrior energy helped me to participate and also realize that um, I, I was on a, a big healer trip for most of the time. And um, so it brought me down to earth, which is where I needed to be. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, could, I could see being here was the most important thing here. Uh, and so from there, it just kept evolving. And um, said so I found the, the strength as I built my warrior to face the, the mind that would, could torture me. And from there, I found a process or an understanding that um, what was torturing me wasn't real. These were just stories. Um, mm. And that I started to be able to unhook from mm. these stories. Uh, and I could only do that by actually having balanced and brought my warrior up enough. Mm -hmm. 
So that's kind of brought me to <laughs> to where I am and the freedom that I feel, um, knowing that I I have that strength of my warrior backing my healer now to be able to sit down and really question a story that hurts me mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. instead of doing all the old coping and uh, escape things and <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all those things we, we love, we can do so easily <laughs> to get away. Right. right. <laughs> so right. I choose to, to come in rather than get away now. And it's, uh, it's highly rewarding. Mhm, mhm. I think that's what you've given to me is that you've taken my atrophied warrior <laughs> and build her up, build her up inside of me. So I, I want to go into the mentorship program, but we do have a question here. So I'm going to put this person on the air with us. Let's okay. See. Wonderful. Hello, you are on the Pure Hope Show. Hello. Hi. Hi. Do, do you have a question? Hello. Yeah, I do have a question. Uh, um, I haven't listened that long, but I think she is a numerologist. Correct. That's right. Yes. And uh, my question is: Do you do which method do you use? The uh, the 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 method, or the uh, the other? Which is, well, I think uh, I learned through the Pythagorean method. Um, so. That, that's that's the method that I work with. Okay. And that method, if I if I am correct, that method only changes the vibration of your name at birth, right? Well, the day that the day date of your birth and your name, that's on your original birth certificate. Oh, it changes date of your birth also. No. Well, are you asking if numerology changes? No, the shot just the Chaldean method. Does it change your name of your birth or the vibration, the name of your birth? But it doesn't change the numbers of your birth. I mean, like you add your well, you know, your birthday, your your year, and the month. It doesn't change well, the change of your name. Um, That's what I well, I'm not I'm not familiar with the other methods, so I can't. I can't speak to that, but whatever, um, whenever I do a chart, I base all the numbers and whatever information is on that from your date of birth and your full name, uh, as each letter has a number assigned to it. So I just, uh, I, I'm interpreting, again, what your chart uh, is, is saying and who you are through your numbers. Um, I know that there's a lot written about being able to change the vibration of your chart, and I only believe that you can do that by balancing your healer warrior energy uh, to actually live in peace with your chart. Um, uh, and of course, your chart is always helping you. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Are you uh, are you doing charts tonight, or just? I'm sorry, what was the question? Are you going to do charts but names tonight, or are you just doing the dialogue about numerology? Oh, yes, we're just going to be talking about it tonight. 
That's my thought, yeah. But it's quite interesting because I have dipped and dabbed in it myself as a hobby. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. it's serious to another level. But I, I, I believe I could if I put my mind, change my mindset. I, I believe I could because um, I, 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 I was born on the seventh, and um, seven, seven, nine energy, and also my name um, is a six, adds up to a six. So um, that's why I kind of believe I, 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 I'm, I'm so interested. I think it's so amazing all the spiritual, spirituality, astrology numerology, um, leadership, psychics, I'm so, I find it so fascinating. Mm -hmm. There are are many things out there that can certainly give us some guidance. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, then, I got my... Stay on the air and we will talk about this mentorship program that I'm on. And the only reason um, why I really wanted Deb on there is because I am a spiritual teacher, a mentor, um, an intuitive and a medium. And I am on a crossroads of making some major decisions in my life. And so I'm looking very carefully at the numbers and, um, she gives me a gem every month that we meet, and we're going to talk a little bit about that program and kind of how that works. So um, if you're really drawn to numerology, and uh, just stay tuned, and we'll give you more and more information about that. Thank you for Sounds calling great. in. Thank you. That's Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. So, Deb, let's talk about the mentorship. I'm going to talk about it from my side <laughs> First, for a little mm-hmm. bit. So, um, most people out there know that I am going to turn the lovely age of 65 years old, and I've been doing this for 28 years of working at the Hope Interface Center. And we are in a transition, and I'm in a transition. So, when Deb had put this out on the air that she was doing a mentorship program, a numerology mentorship program, I, uh, I believe I called and said I'm interested because I knew when you did my my birth chart or my natal chart it was the time when I was in uh, also um, I had burnt both my hands severely through a tiki torch and had their degree burns and I knew that I was initiated and going into the next phase of my life and I believe that you did my natal chart and gave me some numbers and it was right on Um, for me it was your interpretation or an, and my interpretation of the numbers that it was so powerful. So what I do is I call Deb up uh, and we have 30 minutes of what I call again um, for me and the ladies who work at the temple, my temple here, I tell them it's dynamic because I always come back and say, this is what I'm working on. And, um, and you do that by the numbers, and I don't quite know how you do that every month. So do you want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. the mentorship program that you have out there and that you do offer for people who are, are in transition or just in building their warrior mm-hmm. inside of them? Yes. Well, 
um, as you mentioned earlier, um, the uh, the first session, um, and I have revamped it a little since I started to work with you because I realized how important this is, that if you have had your chart done, and it has to be by me because, again, it's just everyone has their own way of interpreting a chart, so I would have to do the chart, your chart initially. Um, so the first session is, is a, an hour session of going through the chart uh, uh, and explaining so you're clear on if you're a dominating healer or warrior um, and, uh, and getting a, a baseline started with that, uh, seeing where you are and giving some suggestions as far as raising the less dominant energy. Then I, the mentorship program as I see it now is a six-month program and so the next five sessions are shorter in length they're again a half half an hour and I base these sessions on what your your personal year your personal month energy is so I can offer some guidance as far as where the focus uh, would help someone uh, what the intention or focus for that month to raise certain energies or to look in a, in a certain area to again have a have a different experience or to explore or to question uh, might be so I let the numbers of your chart guide me where you're being supported energetically through the numbers um, so that that is uh, I guess the basis <laughs> of the program and and it's meant to be a fairly intensive program um, of six months. Um, which again has the option to continue for that, but I find that, that that's a really good length of time to get your feet underneath you and to have that the kind of support because I'm speaking and working fully through the energy that you are resonating to through through your chart and not something that you know I think you should do. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all, always working through through your own your own chart. Yeah, because you say like um like one time one month when we were working together, you say you said to me your numbers for this particular month is supporting you to fully mm-hmm. you're gonna laugh fully participate in your life. Hope I want you to fully participate in your life. The numbers are showing and will support you in bringing up your spiritual warrior and saying no to certain things and yes to you mm-hmm. to fully participate in my life and there was a big Mm -hmm. pregnancy pause and I said well Deb I don't know if I know how to fully participate in my own life and I remember said that's why I'm kind of giving you that homework to (laughs) that the numbers support you in this month to begin to fully participate in your own life and it was then and there that I knew that I was working with my warrior energy for me to be able to look at people, situations, opportunities, engagements, my husband, whatever it is, and say no to those responsibilities and then say yes to me. And um, then another month when we worked, you had told me, the numbers are supporting that this is going to be a very creative month. And you said, um, I want to do something creative every single day for a month. 
What did I say? Well, Deb, <laughs> I have no creative energy in me. And you said that's why the numbers are supporting you, Janice, to do something creative every day for a month. And it was so profound when I started um, using information when you said, I didn't need to know um, the numbers. I needed you to help me understand the numbers because I think lots of people in numerology, they think they need to know the numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm not a numbers gal. So (laughs) I go to you to help me say, these are your numbers and your numbers are supporting you to have alone time or creative time. Mm -hmm. And that has Mm -hmm. been, and my husband would say, uh, and he doesn't even believe in this stuff. I mean, my husband would say <laughs> that he can see an absolute change in me. I can feel an absolute change in me. My clients can see an absolute change in me. My assistants here at the Hope Interface Center through when you call, when I call you up and you say, well, your numbers this month, Hope says this. And um, so I feel like it's almost like a Lego set putting together mm-hmm. this new me. Now, many people might not understand, Deb, what, the, what, the, what a spiritual warrior is or what a healing... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about right. that? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, I love the Lego concept because, you yeah. know, when I, when, <laughs> I, when I work with somebody through their, their chart, it's... It's a magical thing because there's so many numbers. It's as if numbers start to emerge and I see connections. So it's like the dots <laughs> uh, are lining up or, or so forth. And I think that's, um, yeah, just knowing numbers, it's, it isn't going to do it. Uh, it. It has to be the, like a, the, all the systems of the body have to work together. All the numbers yeah. of the chart work together. So for me to pull out one number um, doesn't do anything. It's, it's, it's how they all work together. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, also, just talking about healer and warrior. Um, warrior to me is, is vital life force. It's that energy. If we can think back when we were a child, how we couldn't wait to run and play outside. It's that kind of vitality. It's, it's feeling, feeling strong and energetic and excited and also appreciating that we have that ability. Um, and so that's why, you know, when I talk about somebody raising their warrior, they have to consider their bodies. They have to move and they've got to breathe. Um, this is all part of life force here for the warrior. It's not, the warrior is not about attacking. The warrior is not about going out and, you know, um, making sure that everybody does what they say. <laughs> the, the warrior for me is this vibrant energy that when my healer says, okay, we need to do this, my warrior is like, yes, ma'am, right there in response. And that can be anything. From, and the healer, of course, is from that, the heart, from the happiness, from the joy, from the feeling level. Um, again, getting those intuitive hits, those, the, that feeling of joy. 
Um, the warrior to me is also about taking care of business, which we all have here on the planet. Um, it's, it's not letting things fall through the cracks. It's following up. It's, uh, again, if we say we're going to do something, we'll do it. And if we can't, we let somebody know. Um, it's that voice that so many people say, I'm trying to get my voice. Well, that's the warrior. Like you were yes, saying, I, yes. <laughs> I said, you have to be able to say no when it's really not working for you. Yeah. Um, because otherwise you sacrifice the warrior energy. You, you, you're saying, okay, just go away for a while. I've got to do something I don't want to do. <laughs> and the warrior doesn't like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's really about this beautiful partnership of the healer and warrior energy, this loving partnership that is so powerful that only we know inside how that works. Um, uh, it's what we, it's what we search for outside with somebody else, but that's not what we're really searching for. We're searching yeah. to use our own there, and then we're fully available in that knowing. Um, and to me, that's gold. That's pure gold. <laughs> it is. It is. Because that's for all, me, you know. I don't. I'll never know somebody else, and they 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 don't have a job to love me. You know, it's my job to love me. So um, I have to take care of that, and, mm-hmm. and and that's my only job that I have actually. Mm-hmm. Everything else will evolve from there. Um, so for me, the the warrior is that. Um, that, that beautiful energy that is just so ready and excited about being here. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the healer feels it all, <laughs> the creativity, um, that, that fire energy of, of what am I going to birth today? Or um, Again, that's, that's what brings us into the present where we can appreciate yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah, because one of the things you told me, Deb, was, um, and then we'll take another question, but one of the things you told me is that the warrior backs up the dreams of the spiritual, or it backs up the heart, I think you said. It backs up the heart to move my desires into where I need to go, where I need to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think my, I started, my warrior got to the Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> when I started practicing this, my spiritual warrior, and then my husband would say, hey, you want to go here? And I didn't want to go there. And I said, no. And he goes, well, why? And I said, because I'm fully participating in my own life. I would say that to him. <laughs> I'm fully, that's one of parts of my homework. I'm fully participating in my own life, and I don't really want to go. So that's the reason why I'm saying no because I'm fully, and I was said it was such, I, I didn't say it mean, but I, I could feel uh-huh. the wings on my back and my energy is saying, no, I'm just fully participating in my life. And I did. I felt so like free because I wasn't trying to do it for everybody. I wanted to participate mm-hmm. in my own life. So yeah. That's well, and you couldn't know what that, that felt like until you started to do it, you know, and somebody Correct. like what you were saying, I don't know how to do that. Well, you've got to start somewhere. This is, yeah. how do we know until we start to experience something that, <laughs> and just, yes. just start to do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have a question from New York. I'm going to put her on. 
Hello, you are on the Pure Hope Show. Can I help you? Hi, yes. Um, I'm a person, I, I love numerology, and I wanted to know if I could please get some advice um, because I just wanted to know, I guess, what you see for me as far as love maybe this year or coming up um, in relationship. There's someone that I was involved with that I know his birthday, and I had I have feelings for him. And we work together, but it looks like we don't we don't have the relationship anymore. And it seems like he does not care to really try anymore. And it hurts. I'm still hurting a lot, and I hate that I'm still hurting a lot. I really do. So I do, like I said, like numerology. So I'm just curious what you guys could tell me. And I know his birthday too. If you want that, well, um. Honey, I can't really do uh, answer your question because I would need to do your chart first. Um, oh. Just knowing a, a, a birth date um, isn't enough information for me, and uh, and I I really very much honor when someone wants to do their chart that I want to have a, a very complete look at it so I can speak with um, again that authenticity and truth that they deserve. So I wouldn't really want to just give you a little snippet of what a what a, a birth date might be about, um, because there's so many other numbers besides that. But I, I understand that you know your your discomfort and your pain. Okay. Can you understand that? I, I would ask you to think about and to pray about tonight after you listen, because there's a reason why you're on the program again, and got the telephone call in. The question is. So there's a holy passageway that you're moving into right now. Um, and so I would ask you to think about why this encounter is taking. And would you pronounce your name for me? Because I see it on the screen. But how do you pronounce your name, dear? Tanika, T-A-N-E-K-A. Okay. We we would ask you to go through the sacred passageway, well, this portal and the sacred crossroads right now and think about maybe calling up Deb or someone to help with this numerology. Um, the thing is, is that for me, which I honor Deb a lot, is that, um, and I don't exactly uh, remember how much my uh, chart cost, or, but I certainly know that the mentorship program is one of the most available um, price range-wise to do a program that will move and shift you into making major decisions about your life in a most, much more easier, brilliant pathway than ever before. So if indeed when you or someone else who might be listening to this program and they say, I just love, because that's what I heard from you, I just love numerology, then that's your pathway. This is your pathway. So we're going to give you that information at the end uh, of how to at least uh, call Deb and ask uh, what the details are of getting a natal chart done for you and beginning that process uh, for empowerment and for your love life to come in. Because I guarantee you um, she would be able, and the numbers would tell you if they're supporting that process for you, supporting that process for you. So if you also, if you want to give, stay on the line and give um, our production uh, person, Jody, 
uh, your name and number, uh, we'll get back to you too at the Hope Interface Center and direct you to Deb as well. So if you call back, just tell Jody your name and again and your number, and I promise you we'll get back and give you some information about Deb's program. Thank you for calling. Thank you. I love that, Deb, because I wanted everybody to know, because I understand this caller. I understand this caller mm-hmm. completely because I used to call up people like you and say, give me a quick answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> a yes. A quick I know. answer yeah, to this right. uh, problem. And, uh, and could I have found people to do that at the time? I did. Mm-hmm. And there was absolutely no empowerment for me in that. Absolutely no right. empowerment. Mm-hmm. And so what numerology mm-hmm. and what you have done for me, and I'm, uh, I have done so many, I don't know, seminars, workshops, and this has truly empowered me because I love what you said, that there's a holy dance between our spiritual warrior and our spiritual healer that goes on. And when that's balanced, and when you hear the numbers that will support you in that journey, you become, because I've been in this program now for six months, I'm going to continue for the next six months, not because I have to, but because I want to. And that this dance and this partnership between my spiritual warrior and my spiritual healer is so I don't know. It For me, it's so much easier to say no. <laughs> it's so much easier <laughs> for me to say yes. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being my authentic self, uh, truly my authentic self. And um, so I encourage everybody that this is the reason why Deb would say, you know, I wish I could tell you, but I'm not going to do that because you honor the process of the numbers. Mm-hmm. You honor the process of the numbers. So so we promise we will get back to her. We'll promise we'll get back to her. So do you, do you want to talk a little bit about the energy exchange that you ask for when you do a natal chart and what mm-hmm. is the energy okay. exchange uh, for the mentorship program? That's 30 minutes a month. Yes. Um, as I said, the first session is either a a recap of a chart that I've already done, um, an an update, so to speak, um, a refresher of of your chart and um, the primary numbers that are influencing someone. But to do uh, an uh, an update for someone if I've already done their chart is 125 for the first session. To do a full chart is 175. Um, and as I said, there's a, a quite a bit of uh, what I call foundational energy to build on or information. Then the next five sessions um, are a half an hour, and they're $45 for each session. Uh, so that is the, the basis of the, of the program right now. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I, and I do ask that someone uh, work with me consistently each you know, each month that it isn't stretched out, that <laughs> um, there has to be a way to find a half an hour to speak, or, th- or there might be something uh, there that really needs to be addressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you that, is, that is a level of commitment. 
Mm-hmm. So with me, we always kind of meet at the beginning of each month. And um, is that how you do it primarily with all your students right now in the mentorship program? Well, it, it does vary, but I do find that if we can go at the beginning of the month, that's the personal month energy, um, then it's a little bit stronger to work with that mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I have to kind of pull in for a couple months, and that, that could sometimes dilute or offer um, something that isn't quite as strong because it's mm-hmm. just like the moon waxing and waning. <laughs> the numbers will do the same. So I do encourage people to try to stay um, either at the end of the of one month or the beginning of the next month, uh, close mm-hmm. as close to that as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It, it, it certainly helps me in my ability to focus uh, yeah. the intention to work with someone. Oh, yeah. Good, 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 good. We have another question here. I think this is another caller here. Hello and good evening. You are on the Pure Hope Show. Can we help you with the question? Hello. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens there. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, why mentorship right now with all of your abilities that you have. And I know that you've been writing and have written, but it looks like and it seems like um, mentorship is a big piece of you helping people right now. Um, So why mentorship? I think because mentorships have been so important for for me um, to have that kind of support and also that kind of honesty. Um, it's it's as if I'm not let off the hook. <laughs> if there yes. is a hook, but then I also encourage people to unhook. So it, it's just a, a, a another level of support that I can I can offer, especially in this very karmic year where um, we are being asked to step up our levels of maybe courage and and really asking ourselves some some very um, deep questions about is, are we really happy? Um, what are we doing or not doing about that? Um, what, what do we feel would support us at this time that would, you know, help me to move forward? Uh, all of these things. And a big one for me is, do I deserve to feel this bad? <laughs> um, and what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that mm-hmm. it's all about me, it has to be about me. I, I can't make anybody else change. Um, although we've tried awfully hard uh, to do that, but that doesn't really work. And um, I guess I'm not. I'm not willing to um, a- again go go back into old control issues there. Um, so I see that everything is, is helping us. Um, as I mentioned earlier, that often someone needs to balance more of their, get their healer warrior a little bit closer so they don't go through such extremes or, let's say, polarization energies, which gives them a very short amount of time to do some work if, okay. if their healer is pulling them down or their warrior goes into a rage. 
you know, that's a very limited time to feel like they can work on something um, before the polls and the extremes set in. So this is why I think using numerology to help to, to balance their less dominant energy to bring that up is so important before we can really get into addressing um, what I call our story voice, this voice in our head that, that can, you know, take us down um, pretty quickly that uh, we live with. Yeah, yeah. During our last session, Deb, you told me, um, which I loved, um, we talked a little bit about when the story hooks you, and I've always loved the words that you've kind of um, put together. You said, don't let the story slip away. Because lots of times when the story hooks you or gets you, I know I've tried to eat it away, drink it away, shove it underneath the carpet away, buy it away, argue it away. So when you mm-hmm. said um, if the story hooks you, especially right now, don't let the story slip away. And um, do you want to talk a little bit about that piece so people understand that piece when they do get hooked by a story? Mm-hmm. Well, probably a good word that more people would understand is triggered, triggered by something. And um, that means we've got an emotional attachment. Um, That story is telling us to feel a certain way when this happens, you know. And as I've written in in the book, Life in the Fishbowl, um, is that we swallowed these stories at a very young age, and we didn't even know we were doing that. We, we just accepted these stories were true, but then the stories swallow us, <laughs> and we get lost in the stories. And that's what's so confusing. Um, we, we can't even see that we're in a story. But one way that we can start to understand that is when I don't, when I don't feel good, or I, I'm not feeling, again, the way that I want to, and I know that something is irritating me or scaring me, worrying me, um, I know that it's a story that I believe that's telling me to feel that way. And then it's my choice, again, if I have enough warrior energy to not let that story zap me, take my life force. Um, and again, it, it's going to lower my life energy. The longer mm-hmm. I'm in that story, the more depleted I become and the more confused I become. Um, so that's what I mean by story. And of course, we have all different interpretations of stories. And we, we, you know, we like a good story. <laughs> yeah. But when it's a story that <laughs> hurts us, and often uh, it can also be a good story that sets us up in a way that if this doesn't happen, if the, my, my dream doesn't happen, then I'm nothing. So we have good stories and bad stories. They play off of each other, which, again, causes the polarization. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when you know, I talk to you about not letting a story get away, it's, it's first of all recognizing that you are in one, and that's also part of my job when I work with someone, is to keep that, doing that reality check. Are you in a story? Or that sounds like a story to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody says, well, well, I don't think I can do that. And I said, well, there's a story right there. Uh-huh. So that's, that's and when a story you, to question. 
Yes, yes. And when you say that to people, Deb, who just don't, because, you know, I've worked with a lot of people that don't want to get out of the story. Oh, definitely. And yeah. <laughs> thank you for confirming that. And and so, I, you know, I've talked to you several times that I want to work with people um, who want to get out of their stories, to learn from the story, but get out of the story. Because like you said, that if they go to like a psychic or they go to a reader or they go to a channeler and they will say, so, um, uh, and somebody comes up with a question like, do you think I'm going to follow up with so-and-so? And the channeler or the teacher mentor says, absolutely. I, I believe energetically that's going to happen. Now, sometimes that happens and they live happily ever after. And sometimes that story does not pan out. And then they are upset because they're hooked into that story. And perhaps even the teacher or the mentor or the channeler kind of hooked them into that story as well. So what would you say about that when people go to psychics and and places and they're asking, will this dream come true or will that dream come true? Do you think that's what is that then? If it doesn't come into fruition, if it doesn't come into fruition, what is that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, this will probably burst a lot of people's bubbles, but when I do a numerology chart, I, mm-hmm. I uh, do not get information about love affairs. Mm-hmm. It, it just is not there. I don't read that. I don't see. I don't feel it. And I think mm-hmm. because, again, where we're supposed to focus our love is inward. Yes. Um, and, um, and that's not for me to know. You know, every, there's so many karmic relationships that come in and out. I can sometimes tell if someone is going to, going to have a, a, let's say, an important, very short-term relationship. But that's usually going to be karmic of some kind, you know. But again, it, that's and, and I, you know, as we, we said before, we can both remember when all we all we wanted to know was, is this relationship going to work out? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, it's just it's just a, where where we're at at the time. Yeah. And so I don't know. I can't speak for any other site, and I think that's why I wanted numerology to work with because it gave me something more tangible that I could. Um, work with people through the numerology rather than um, pulling a, I don't know, a thought form out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more based on what they wanted. Um, and again, you would understand this being a, a channeler. It, it's, it's so, um, it's so subjective to so many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I guess everyone has a certain, place that they feel they should be giving, you know, the way that they give information and so on. And I do, I do believe it's again, based on a, a need to help or make mm-hmm. someone feel better, yes. but that always isn't an integrity. And yes. often it can lead to enabling or just, again, a feeling of wanting to help. Yes. Because yes. the, the healer or the Chandler could be caught in a story of wanting to be right. <laughs> you know. Well, I certainly was. Before yeah. <laughs> I raised my warrior, you know, I wanted to make uh-huh. people feel good about their lives. And um, so for me to validate what they wanted uh, made me feel useful. 
And, yeah. you know, looking back, I can see that I wasn't in integrity because, again, I was um, fully dominated by my healer, thinking I was serving yeah. in a helpful way. Yeah. Um, but my warrior has helped me to look at it very differently now. <laughs> yes. 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 That's what. That's the powerful thing about this. So we know that you have written uh, books, and you just mentioned one. Um, uh, what are some books that you have either written or that you know about that might be very helpful for our listeners mm-hmm. to pick up and read? Well, the book that I mentioned, uh, Life in the Fishbowl, Swimming Without Fear, um, is written through the eyes of a fish called Monkfish, which is really me, (laughs) going out in search of of, um, looking for answers um, from not being happy and and then trying to be the best monkfish possible, (laughs) (laughs) but still still feeling like a fake or a phony um, when couldn't keep that voice in the head away. Um, so it's a personal journey in that way of understanding that it isn't going to be about anything other than a story. Um, so that's, that's available through Amazon. And uh, it, it describes the process of unhooking. Uh, and, and then the two people that I've probably read the most are, or have um, identified with in terms of how to work with this mind of ours <laughs> that can seem so nice and then turn on us, turn on us so quickly. And now I can see that it's, it's I that it's story mind that turns on me. My heart mind never does. But yeah. since I lived so long through my story mind, I thought that was reality, um, which again gets very confusing. So now I see that. That's not reality. Those are just, those are stories. Um, But both um, Byron Katie is one that will also talk about um, the stories, like who would you be without your story, which I I love that line because I always think, who would I be without this story? Um, It it just is such a wonderful thing to say to myself, realizing that with with this story, I'm not a very pleasant person or um, I'm, I'm feeling like a victim or whatever else that story uh, I'm, I'm being told to live through that story as. Um, so I greatly admire the work that she has done, Byron Katie. And then Eckhart Tolle is also a, a forerunner in that field of the power of now. Um, a little bit more cerebral, uh, but um, again, some beautiful, beautiful words that have a huge, huge impact. So I think that's, those are probably the, the ones I would mention. And when our listeners listen to this and when they re-listen to this, and uh, it's going to be on our uh, saved archives for people who couldn't join us tonight to listen to, what, how could people get a hold of you if they feel drawn to get more information about your mentorship program and getting a natal chart done, what, where would they be able to contact you, Deb? Well, probably through email. Um, I do not have a web page. I, I think I, um, I believe so much in the power of word of mouth and just feeling um, that nudge 
that I much prefer to work that way. Um, sometimes too much information is also not a good thing. You know, uh, sometimes we just have to trust and, and get in there. But um, my email address is, is vital, V-I-T-A-L, flow, F-L-O-W, energy, vital flow energy, all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and uh, it, that could be the first initial contact. And if someone leaves their phone number and so forth, I would get back with them or email okay. them back. Um, and then that would, if they've got more questions and so forth. Uh, we could we could talk about that, but I do see it as a progression of a relationship, like anything else. <laughs> and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I think someone will probably know quickly enough whether they have the this is the right time for them to you know delve a little bit into what their chart says and how they're living through their chart. Mhm. Mhm. Well, I certainly hope our um, caller in from New York is still listening with us, and I don't think our producer um, got your number, so make sure that you call us back and leave your number, or you just heard um, uh, what Miss Deb said. You can call her as well. I'm going to give you the Hope Interface Center's number for those of you who are out there and want additional information about this program and about uh, Deb and her work. Um, the center's number is 507-387-1242. And Miss Jody will help you um, direct your phone calls to Deb and get you any information that you might need. So is as we close off the evening, is there any other words of delight or comfort or... Uh, that you would like to leave our guests tonight before we close, Deb? Oh, well, I think there is um, so much potential, again, for change this year and transformation. Um, And uh, that there's a lot to be excited about uh, in terms of just exploring and opening up our own life force in, in so many ways that uh, we're, we're ready to, to, to do that. Um, so I hope that it's, uh, uh, in, people feel encouraged and motivated um, and that this is a, a year that you might feel a little stuck, but it's also uh, a story that's stuck. <laughs> and maybe it's time to unstick those stories. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think it, I think this program is fantastic, Deb. Again, it's helped me so tremendously as I continue to move forward, and I deeply, deeply appreciate you and the knowledge that you bring uh, to your work and the integrity that you bring to your work um, constantly of what I've seen uh, working with you and even before I even started working with you. And um, I do believe it's a rapport and also... Um, that you build up kind of trust when you work with a teacher and a mentor um, as they kind of help you through that journey. So I would encourage everybody to um, do, um, like you said, at least six months of it to kind of build on their numbers and know what's supporting them at at this most important pivotal time upon the planet. So I just want to thank you so much for being on the program tonight and for helping me. So. 
thank you for asking me, and it's it's a joy to work with you. Uh, it's an honor. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so I uh, greet you all tonight with a just enormous thank you for listening to this program. We've been on the air for. I think about seven years, and we have had listeners across the state and even into different countries. This is always we try to make it a live program. Our next month is going to be another fantastic month. We are going to be moving into the month of April, and on April Tuesday, the 30th, live program again with Nancy Brine. I think it's B-Y-R-N-E. And she is the author of a book called Choices. It's a cutting-edge book that brings empowering information to us through our choices and how we can work with that uh, and move us into um, our new selves and our new life stories as well. And she is a motivational speaker. She is a life coach. Uh, she is a channeler and has been in many things, such as the prestigious American Association of Psychics. She gradu- graduated from Aspen Program uh, for Spiritual Development, a certification in spiritual development. Uh, and she's an astrologer, Reiki master as well, medical intuitive. So she has a lot underneath her belt that helps her possess this innate ability to help people along the way. So please join us next month live on April, Tuesday 30th. And I just want to give a program before we end the program tonight, just give a plug for something fantastic that's going to happen again at the Hope Interfaith Center. We've just given a press release out that on June 22nd and 23rd, we are inviting the public once again to our second annual star gathering. You are invited all to join us. We are wakening people up to their star roots. And uh, when they wake up to your star roots, you wake up to your qualities, which we work in a collaborative way to bring peace on earth and goodwill to all. We have six highly reputable speakers. That includes me. I hope I can say that I'm reputable. I'm uh, join the forces this time speaking. I'm going to be the master of ceremonies for this fantastic opportunity and gathering. We're going to have Reverend Carrie Chapman, who is going to be talking about the Akashic Records. Joy Elaine, who is going to talk about non-duality and the fairies. Brian McCullen is an energy worker for self and for Gaia. Caroline Oceana Ryan is going to talk about abundance and how we all deserve that. Laura Spanga, I hope I pronounced that right, an animal communicator and ascension. So that second annual star gathering will take place here, right here at the Hope Interfaith Center. We are just filled with a lot of love and light here. Anybody who walks into our temple begins to feel the love immediately. So we would ask you to join us. The cost of the star gathering is for one day, just one day, and you're going to hear these beautiful speakers is $122 for a full day. If you decide or if you're called to join us for the whole entire weekend, which would be those two full days, yes, the cost is only $222 for listening to six people across the nation. They're coming from different areas across the nation to be here at the Hope Interfaith Center. So if you would like to reserve your spot 
and participate with us in this. Please, please join us. Once again, the number here at the Hope Interfaith Center is 507-387-1242. Or you can email us at the Hope Interfaith Center 01 at gmail.com. So please join us again. Once again, once again, I'd like to um, say thank you, thank you, thank you, Deb, for the work that you do, and especially with me. Even if it was just for me, this is this was absolutely <laughs> worth it. I thank you so much. I thank you so much. You're welcome. I think we have You're our welcome. next appointment, first of um, April, don't we? Yes, we That's do. Coming up. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Until we meet again. Namaste, 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 and happy spring. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Rev. Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind, be gentle, be loving, be true.